Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Amen. We're going to be praying for the church in the nations. Um, and the connection is if the church is doing what it should do, the nations will line up with what God has planned for them. And if you Go with me in your Bibles to Matthew, the 16th chapter, verses 13 to 19. And I want to read this in the Passion Translation, Matthew 16, because this is going to form the crux of where, where all our prayers will come from. Matthew 16, verses 13 to 19. When Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples this question. I'm reading the Passion Translation. What are the people saying about me, the Son of Man? Who do they believe I am? And the disciples answered, Some are convinced that you are John the Baptizer, John the Baptist. Others say you are, you are Elijah reincarnated, or Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then he pointedly asked them, same way that he could be asking us this question but who do you say that I am and, 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 and why that is important is because it brings it down to the individual's revelation of Christ it's not a question of what the person next to you thinks it is what do you think what is your revelation of Christ not a church's revelation of Christ not a denomination's revelation of Christ. Not a movement's revelation of Christ. It all, in this matter of wrestling for the souls of the nations, bringing to pass God's plans and purposes, it boils down to an individual. What do you, who do you say that I am, Jesus asked. And Simon Peter speaks up and said, You are the anointed one, the son of the living God. Jesus replies, you are favored and privileged Simeon, son of Jonah, for you didn't discover this on your own, but my Father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. I'm sure you know Jesus' response was not to the sentence. Jesus' response was to what was behind the sentence. Because anybody could have said to Jesus, you're the anointed one, the son of the living God. In much the same way that we can copy each other when we say our spiritual words, when we speak in our Christianese, we can copy ourselves and sound alike. But heaven knows the one who is saying it from a place of revelation. And incidentally, the kingdom of darkness also knows the one who is saying it from a place of revelation. That's why when the sons of Sceva tried to copy Paul, they said the same thing Paul said 
But the demons knew that Paul has revelation of what he's saying, but you don't have revelation. You are copying and your words are empty because it doesn't come from revelation. And of course, you know what they did to those boys. And he said, goes on to say to him, I give you the name Peter, a stone. And this truth of who I am, this revelation that you have of me, will be the bedrock foundation on which I will build my church, my legislative assembly, and the power of death will not be able, able, to, will not be able to overpower it. I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. I was speaking to one of the, one of the, one of the real prophets in the land. And we were talking about this. Also speaking to Dr. Onuzo today, that must have influenced my prayers. And we're talking about this, how the challenge is that there are not many who can decree and heaven backs the decrees. He says there, this revelation you have, he says, I will build my legislative assembly. And what does a legislative assembly do? It passes laws. It passes laws that have to be obeyed. And so we want to pray for the church. But please, instantly disabuse your mind of what your mind is telling you now. When I say pray for the church, you think of Jesus' house. You think of uh, um, Holy Trinity Brompton, uh, All Souls Langham Place, uh, whatever church. You, you, you think of the name of a church. Now, disabuse your mind, please, for the next 35 minutes of prayer. The church is you, and the church is me. So when I say we are praying for the church, you're praying for yourself as the church. And then collectively, we pray for the church. Hallelujah. So what is our first prayer point? That God, can you give me a revelation of Christ? Can you increase my revelation of Christ? A revelation that you will be able to build on. Can you by your spirit give me a revelation of Christ? So that God can say upon that revelation, I can now build what I want to build. God, will you pray that for yourself? Holy Spirit, give me a, a fresh revelation, a deeper revelation of Christ. You know, can I say this to you about prayer? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Earnestness in prayer is critical for prayer to be answered. Don't just mouth the words wherever you are. Pray the prayer from your heart. I need a revelation of Christ. I need a fresh revelation of Christ. Spirit of the living God, I need an, an amplified, deeper revelation of Christ in my life. Come, Holy Spirit, the revealer of all. Reveal the Son to me in a new way, Spirit of the living God. I ask for that tonight. A fresh revelation of Christ. Maliste. Bolen calibra zekitaste. A fresh revelation of Christ. Selele bosto. Lambrosikanda laboshte kelianda. Oh, Holy Spirit, show me Christ from Genesis to Revelations. When I read my Bible, let me see Christ in it. Give me a fresh revelation of Christ, Spirit of the living God. 
Maleste brokuna nikando loboshe keke. Arriba gadaste lebron du bakura ye keki yemon dorobosto. Alemande lebrokura ye kekeriende zibrasteste. La bruna kateste brakaliaste lebosto. A fresh revelation. Male, 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 male. Mando sula ye kekeriende brokos dolobosha. Mande lebrokula ye kekeriende zabushta. A fresh revelation of Christ, oh God. Male leboste. Mankoruba jaka karianda brokos dolobo jende librasa kianda. Andele brokolobo jaka ka. Bezeke lemundo robo jokula ye. Malaste lemanda brokos dolobo jaka karianda. Oh God of mercy, a fresh revelation, oh God of Christ. Mahande brokula bushta kalianda brokos dolobo. Father, we thank you, God. Male brokos dolobo jaka karianda. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. Now, let me help this prayer point. Ephesians 1, verse 17. Ephesians 1, verse 17. Just to say to you, praying through verses 17, 18, 19, and 20 is a powerful way to change your life daily. But let's stay with verse 17. And this is Paul praying for the church. He was praying for a church that was doing well. He had commended them before for their strong faith in verse 16. And he says, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. If the Holy Spirit does not do it, by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, which are expressions of himself. Only him can do it. And Paul says, I pray that God will give you the Holy Spirit in the expression of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation so that you know him through your deepening intimacy with him. You can't fast for 40 days, set yourself apart and end it with the same revelation of God. Something is wrong. Your revelation has to deepen and increase. So what are you praying for? Father, give me the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation so that as I pursue you, revelation of who you are and who the Son is can be given to me. Will you lift your voice and begin to pray? Just go on, believe God and ask for it. Ask and you shall receive. Ask for it, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. Maleste, bronkulaye. The spirit of wisdom, O oh God, Father, that's our heart's desire, the spirit of revelation to reveal the Son to us, to reveal the Father to us. Holy Spirit, please come. See our hunger and our thirst for a revelation, O oh God, on which you can build, O oh God. A revelation that will be a rock-solid foundation. Father, even if we had a revelation before deepen the revelation we ask malelele boshondo lobrokula yeke keriende malele bokorobojokula yeke keriende malele bokorobojokula yeke keriende malele bokorobojokula yeke keriende marele bokorobojokula yeke keriende malele bokorobojaka karianda brokostolo boshte malibro kotobrokotula yeke keriende arabazikadeshte maleste god Give us that revelation. Pull the curtains back. Oh, God of mercy. Let the scriptures come alive. Let us see Jesus in everything that we read. Let us see Jesus as he is. Our risen Savior. Our conquering Lord. 
Let us see Jesus as he is. Father, we thank you, God. Lord, we bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. The prayer points we share at these meetings are for you to take home and press through. I'd love to stay on some of them for much longer. But we are conscious of the limited time we have, so we move on. The second prayer point is that we want to pray for a revelation of who we are. You know, that word is so graphic. Legislative assembly. That's who we are. And a natural legislative assembly helps you understand that. Can you imagine a member of parliament who doesn't know that he's a member of parliament? Who doesn't understand the, the privileges, the powers that he has? How many know when it's time to vote, he will not be there because he doesn't understand? Or she doesn't understand? And so we want to say, Lord, we, we need a fresh revelation of who we are, your legislative assembly. We need a fresh revelation that we are there not to pass our own laws, but to decree what heaven asks us to decree. Ephesians 1 verse 18 helps us pray this through. And what is that prayer that Paul prayed for that church? I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. Someone needs to say that, Lord, illuminate the eyes of my imagination. Flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That's when we understand who we are. And Paul goes on to tell us what the hope of that calling is. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. It's all that he has put in us. All that he has planned for us. The, the extent of his relationship with us. That's what Paul is talking about. So will you pray? Illuminate the eyes of my imagination. Flood me with light, Lord. Let me experience a full revelation of who I am in Christ. Will you lift your voice? That's a personal prayer. Lord, let me experience a full revelation. Let me understand who I am so that I can walk in who I am, Heavenly Father. Father, take away the doubt. Take away the confusion, oh God. Father, shine your light into my heart and let my, let my whole heart be illuminated with the revelation of who I am, oh God. Father, show me who I am in you, oh God. Let me understand what it is to be a child of God. Let me understand, oh God, who I, what it is, oh God, Father, to be a child of yours, Heavenly Father. Go on, go on, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Who am I, O God? Father, show me who I am, O God. Father, help me to understand, O God. Not in, a, in my mental realm, oh God, but in my spirit, help me to understand that that is who I am, Heavenly Father. Help me to know that I am part of your legislative assembly, oh God. Malebro kolobondo selelebaste leboshunda bazokura yekeke indalimandelebro sukaye mandelebro kokorobojaka mandelebro kura yekeke mandorobojokula yekeke riende. O Brazil que que andou robojaca, 
Father, we thank you, God. Lord, we bless you, God. Lord, we bless you, God. And Jesus says upon that revelation that Paul had, God will now build his overcoming church. And so that tells us that the strength of the church directly corresponds with the revelation of Christ we have and the revelation of who we are in Christ that we have. The more revelation that we have, the more God is empowered to build His church, the more the church becomes that overcoming church. And so we want to say, Heavenly Father, this is our next prayer point, build your church as you give us revelation. We want to say, build your church. In saying that, we are saying, Father, build me up. In the, in the same way we are saying, build my brother or my sister. As you give me revelation, of your son Jesus Christ by your spirit and it's a beautiful way of how the Trinity works the spirit gives revelation of Christ and the father builds the church to accomplish the mission of Christ on earth so we're saying build your church you know what the Bible says except the Lord builds they that labor build in vain it's an exercise in futility to try to build your life without Christ, without the Spirit of God doing the building. It's an exercise in futility for a church to try to build itself without Christ. And we're saying, Heavenly Father, we surrender ourselves to you as the builder. Build my life. Build my life. Build my life. I surrender completely. I lay down my own plans. I ask that you will help me to pick up your own plans. Father, build my life, O oh God. Build my life block by block, brick by brick. That's my heart's desire. And as you build my life, build my brothers, build my sisters, build your church. This living stone that we are, oh God, build us, build us, Heavenly Father. Oh God, be the builder, build the builder. Override my own plans, override my own agenda, and build my life as your church. Build your church. Father, we destroy, O oh God, every plan of man, O oh God. We say, Father, we throw aside every plan of man as we say, Build your church, O oh God. Build your church, O oh God. Borobo jokula yeke keriende brokula busta lebo nelebo akaye brokula boshte lebre seke Father build my life oh God build my life oh God zebrondo mandeki anto robo jokula yeke ke oh God build my life Heavenly Father oh God build your church oh God now let's pray for the local churches that we belong to and say God build that church oh God whatever your local church is go and lift your voice and declare God build that church oh God build the church oh God. Now, will you just join with all of us to cancel the plans of men in the local churches, O oh God? Father, we destroy every plan of man, O oh God. We throw it out, O oh God. As we say, Father, your plan, your purpose, your agenda, 
Build your church to the glory of God. Build your church, O oh God. Build your church to the glory of our Father. Male brokulaye, teleboste, le mande le brosukanda, areba kate yemondo, robo shunga labase, kelianda. Father, we don't even ask that you frustrate the plans of men in the local church, men and women. We declare that they are frustrated, Heavenly Father. That it is your plan and your purpose in your church, Heavenly Father. Male stolobrokula yekeke. Oh God, build your church, oh God, to the glory of your name, oh God. Father, let's enter a season of building, oh God. Father, that your church might rise up to become what, who it's supposed to be, oh God. Salt and light, heavenly Father. Oh Lord, help us, oh God, so that we don't turn away in a way that causes you to take us off the lampstand, oh God. Father, we bless you, oh God. We praise your holy name, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 If you were choosing to forget everything that I've said today, this is the one thing I'm about to say that I don't want you to forget. If an MP... Member of Parliament, I know there are people watching from different parts of the world, so it might be Senator or Member of the House of Representatives, but here is Member of Parliament. Same thing, Legislative Assembly. If an MP chooses not to go to Parliament, sits in his house, in his lounge, gathers two or three more MPs or whatever quorum is needed, and decides that his house has become parliament and they vote and pass a law in his house. How many know that he's just, he's just a clown? How, how many agree? He's a clown. Yeah? Or she's a clown. <laughs> because the place where voting takes place is in Westminster. If you want to vote, you go to Westminster. You can't sit in Kingston or in Manchester in a pub and decide that you're going to vote, you're going to gather parliament in the pub and pass a law. None of us is going to pay any attention to you. So where the members of the Legislative Assembly sit is absolutely critical. And so the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. That's where we legislate from. If we don't understand that that's where we are, and if we don't stay where we should be, our legislating is just mere words. Because the power that gives our legislation power has said this is where you legislate from. And so I love Elijah. He understood what I'm sharing with you. Here's a commoner who's about to take on the powers that be in the land. He comes down from the hills of Gilead. He marches up to the palace of Ahab. He asks for an audience with Ahab. And he stands before Ahab 
and makes a declaration. 1 Kings 17 verse 1. 1 Kings 17 verse 1. As the Lord God of Israel lives, we all know that, before whom I stand, that creates a bit of a problem, Elijah, because you're standing physically before Ahab. But Elijah knew that I might be here physically. We might be at Costa Coffee having a cappuccino and I'm there physically. But I also know that I live in two realms. And whilst I'm here having coffee with you, I am seated in another realm in a place where I exercise legislative powers. It's because of the God before whom I stand. There shall not be dew nor rain this year's except at my word. That is legislative authority. <laughs> Elijah said, because of your misbehavior, you know, Israel had done all kinds of things. And he found it in the word of God that when Israel does these things, God will declare no rain. The heavens will be like brass in Deuteronomy. He found it there. So we don't legislate our own words. Elijah wasn't just standing there saying, I just kind of think it's a good idea for there to be no rain. They would have cut off his head and killed him. But he found in the scriptures that the conditions fulfill a scripture. He understood his role as a legislator and he went there as a legislator. One of my favorite men of old, one of the people whose works on prayer inspire me said, Elijah locked up the heavens, put the key in his pocket and walked away. We are desperate for Elijah's. I'm desperate for you to be Elijah. For you to say, enough is enough. I'm closing this down. I've locked it up, put the key in my pocket, and I am going away. And when he felt the conditions had been fulfilled, mostly by him, he unlocked the heavens and rain fell. And the encouragement for you, the Bible says Elijah was a person of like passions. You can sit in the same place. You can stand in the same place. And incidentally, someone might ask me, how come Elijah was standing, but I say we are seated? Well, Elijah didn't have Jesus. Jesus hadn't died on the cross, so he better stand. But when Jesus died on the cross, you and I can sit because it is finished. The work wasn't finished for Elijah, but for you and I, the work is finished. We don't legislate from a standing place. No, we legislate from a place of a finished work. We sit down with him and legislate. There's a private place. Psalms 25 verse 14. Reserved for the lovers of God, where they sit near him and receive the revelation secrets of his promises. That should be your heart's desire, that God, there's a private place. What am I doing in the public place? The Bible says there's a private place. Psalms, Psalms 25 verse 14. So what am I doing in the public place? Brother and sister, the church is a very public place. Everybody's there. Anybody can come in. But that place that allows you to legislate in this manner is private. 
the general place is for everybody who's going to heaven. All of us going to heaven. But not all of us are seated in our own Westminster. Is everybody an MP? Is everybody an MP? <laughs> what do we say about the MPs? We say our representatives. I don't want anybody to represent me in our parliament in heaven. I want to represent myself. You can choose to allow others to represent you. That's an Old Testament church where you have a high priest. This one, they say whosoever. Parliament has limited seating capacity. This place has unlimited seating capacity. Just lift your voice and say, Father, help me. Help me. Help me. Can somebody pray? Help me. Help me. A Christianity where I can't decree and legislate? Father, I don't want that kind of Christianity. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. You said Elijah has a nature like mine, but then Elijah decreed and it happened. You said that, oh God, in, your, in the New Testament to encourage me that you want Elijah's. Help me to become an Elijah. For the sake of the nations, oh God, raise me up to join that, that, those people who you have called into that reserved place, oh God. Raise me up, oh God, Father. Raise me up, oh God. Male brokula yeke keriende brosinda laboste. Zabrende lebrusa kande lebreketi yamusande lebrosto. Oh God of mercy. Tired of a Christianity that has no power, oh God. Raise me up so that I can, I can hear what you want and I can decree it. Male brokula yeke keriende. For it's not our own words that we decree. It is the word of God that we decree. And that's why the Bible says, whatsoever legislator you forbid on earth, heaven forbids it. Whatsoever you allow, heaven allows it. That's the power of a legislator. For the sake of the kingdom, not our own agenda, but the kingdom agenda. Oh, Father, we help, we, pray, we thank you, we praise you, oh God. Now, now listen, listen, so, so what is it, what, what is it that qualifies one? Reality is not always truth revealed, yeah, truth revealed. So it can be truth in existence, but then for it to work for us, the truth that is in existence has to be revealed. So it is a settled matter, it is truth, established that as children of God, we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. It is established. It is truth. But to employ the benefits of that seat, each one of us has to have a revelation of that truth that is personal. Can someone say amen to that? So our question is, God, what is it that we have to do to get that revelation? Because God is not a respecter of persons. Anybody who does it gets that revelation. That scripture says it is reserved for lovers of God. So what are the conditions that I have to fulfill to be a lover of God? The Bible says, Jesus himself says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So, number one condition, I have to be obedient to the word of God. 
If not, I can't come in there. You know, they are asking. There's somebody at the door as you go in. You know these reserved places? They put those, uh, those, those, those things that they used to cut in off. And there's somebody at the door. You come in there thinking you can just walk in. They say, no, 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 no. You're not, you're, you don't qualify. Why don't I qualify? Why don't I qualify? Because you're not obedient to the word of God. Stay in the general place. Sit, sit out there. What are the things that qualify us? My commitment to the spiritual disciplines. It has nothing to do when, to, with when I gave my life to Christ. It's just how committed am, am, am I? How committed am I to, to the study of the word? How committed, committed am I to worship? Incidentally, if you're not reading the word of God every day, you are not committed. It's a daily thing. Not I forgot it for two weeks or one week. No. Commitment is daily. Apart from when you're fasting, you eat every day. So how come you won't eat the word of God every day? It's commitment to worship, commitment to prayer, commitment to living right. And is it easy? Oh, no, it's not. The moment you set yourself to study in the word, the enemy finds many things to distract you. You want to obey the word, the enemy throws all kinds of things at, at you. So what do we do? We ask for help. They've already given us a helper. The Bible calls him a standby. Standby. That means he's waiting there. Will someone just ask God? Ask him, the helper. Come and help me. Help me. Just from your heart, you know where you're struggling. You know where you are struggling. Ask him, come and help me. Help me. Just help me. If I tried on my own, I have and I have failed. Let him, let him fill your heart. You know, there's a way you ask someone for help that the person just is, is, is spurred to help. Will you say, help me, just help me. I can't do it on my own. All these things, reading the Bible every day, studying the Bible, all this time of prayer, even this fasting, I want to do it, but I can't do it. Living right, I'm challenged. Help me. I come acknowledging that I can't do it on my own. I don't even try to say that I can do it on my own. Help me to qualify to be invited into that private place. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I thank you for bringing me into the public place. I thank you for my salvation. I'm going to heaven. I know. But I want to press deeper. I want to come close to God. I want, to, I want Him to whisper things to me. Help me overcome. Help me deal with this habit. Help me deal with this issue. Help me control my tongue. Help me. Help me get rid of those thoughts that are displeasing. That won't allow me into that private place. Help me. Will someone cry out for help? Cry out for help. Cry out for help. Cry out for help. Help me, O God. Help, 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 help. Help me, my helper. My helper, help me. Because I need help. I need help. Oh God, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Now please take those prayer points home and, and expand them in the place of prayer as the Spirit of God leads you. Now we want to pray for something. I, was, I, I spent a, a, a quiet moment. Firstly, I was, I was praying with another man of God and towards the end of our prayers, God began to say to me, Leon, my heart, that he wanted us to activate angelic assistance in the nations. We need help. These evil people that are controlling a lot of the nations, we need help for them to be uprooted. We need help. So God said to me, activate angelic assistance. In fact, God must have been having a laugh. He said, you have, you have. He said, what do you think they're there for? He said, what do you think they're there for? He said, they're ministering, ministering spirits to you. Hebrews 1 verse 14. They are there to sort out your needs. They're ministering spirits in accordance with my plans. They don't just go and sort out anything anyhow. No, no, no. It follows the plans. And he said, you're saying you need help for the nations. Activate them. Activate them. Release them. And it was interesting. You know, he took me to a story. It's, and it's actually one of my favorite stories. Second Kings, the sixth chapter. I love that story. Syria was at battle with Israel. And every time the king of Syria plotted something Elisha would go and tell the king of Syria the king of Israel what he was plotting in his broom it happened not once not twice a few times so the king of Syria called his closest advisor and said who, which one of you is the traitor somebody here is telling those people all my plans because when I plan it and I get there they've, they've evaded us so they said to him there's nobody here it's just a man who has such a relationship with God that whatever you talk about in your inner closet, God tells him and he tells the king. Don't we need those kind of people in the world today? Not people just talking around nonsense all over the place, mouthing off nonsense, getting everything wrong. We need people who God will whisper in their ears and they'll go and tell. So when the king of Syria heard it, he said, Elisha is the problem. He called his best troops. Shrack that man and bring him back alive. So they tracked him to a place called Dothan. He was spending the night there after ministry. And at night, they crept up and laid an ambush for him. They surrounded him. Oh Lord. They didn't know who they were dealing with. May God raise Elishas and Elijahs. We are desperate in the church. Desperate. And so when Elijah's servant wakes up, I suspect the man of God had woken up and was in prayer. The servant woke up and he went out and he stretched himself and yawned. And then he looked and an enemy force had surrounded them. His heart almost gave up. He rushed in and told the man, his master, we're, we're finished. They've trapped us. They can never trap you. It is not possible for them to trap you. Unless we don't know who we are. And so when he rushed in and told him, his master's response tells you that the master had a clear revelation of who he was. Here is someone panicking. Master, master, we are finished. They have surrounded us. The master said to him, don't be afraid. Just calm down. 
Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. <laughs> sir, sir, don't you understand? It's only me and you. See all that is against us. The Bible says Elisha prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see the reality. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elijah. We have two or three minutes, please. I just want you to read. The horses and chariots of fire were not human. That's what the Bible calls the hosts of heaven. I don't know how the hosts of heaven look. I just know that when I have a problem, they release a particular segment of the hosts of heaven. You know what we are saying tonight? We are saying, Father, into the nations to help bring to pass your plans and purposes. Release these ministering angels. We, you have told us that they are to minister for us. We ask that they minister now on our behalf. The hosts of heavens, oh God, into the nations. We start with the nation that we are in and we spread to the nations, the nations that, we, that, we're, that are dear to our heart. We are saying release, oh God. Tonight, let there be a difference in the spirit realm, oh God. Release the hosts of heaven, Heavenly Father, to bring to pass your plans and purposes. May the hosts of heaven encounter the hosts of the enemy and overcome them. Release, oh God, fearsome creations of yours. We don't even understand what they look like. For some, it might be chariots of fire. For others, oh God, hosts that you have created. But all, oh God, are angels ministering to the saints, ministering to us, oh God. An administration that we need, Heavenly Father, is that they are released, Heavenly Father, into the nations, O God. Maleste, Brokula, Sekianda. Father, let the heavens over the nations, O God, experience a battle in which the kingdom of God overcomes, O God, today as usual. We establish the victory that we had at the cross of Calvary, Heavenly Father. O God of mercy, the saints lift up their voice and say to bring to pass your plans and purposes. Release, O God. These fearsome angels, release them, O oh God. Release them into the nations, O oh God. Release them, O oh God. Your word declares that they are ministering spirits for us, O oh God. Father, we thank you, O oh God. Lord, we bless you. One more prayer point. We have just... In fact, we have less than a minute. One more prayer point and then we're done. That scripture continues. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord. Somebody get ready to pray to God. And said, strike these people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. Now, I'm not asking you to strike anybody physically with blindness. That, that's, not, that's not your responsibility. But spiritually, I want you to strike every enemy of yours of your family of the church and of the nation with blindness with your understanding that you're a legislator just decree blindness blindness spiritually blindness they will stumble and they will stumble into the pits that they have dug the pit that they have dug for the church as you strike them with blindness all these, all these that have aligned against the church. You see, because once you cut it off spiritually, don't worry about what happens naturally. It will happen. So go into the spirit from that place that you sit and strike with blindness. Go on. Be bold, please. Speak out. You're a legislator. Decree blindness. 
those who are aligned against you blindness in the spiritual those who are aligned against your family blindness those who are aligned against the church spiritually strike them with blindness those who are aligned against the nation strike you see once you cut them off the people that they are using here walk around confused cut them off from the spirit realm strike them with blindness in the spirit realm you have the authority you have the authority and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they are not human weapons we are not talking about human beings now we're talking about spirit beings that are controlling what is happening we strike with blindness we strike with blindness principalities and powers and rulers of darkness the princes of our regions we strike with blindness the spirits that are an assignment against you they stumble and they fall because we strike with blindness father we bless you lord we thank you lord as your legislators we have decreed certain things whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven whatsoever we have bound it by decree we declare it is backed by heaven and bound in heaven. Whatsoever we have allowed by decree, we declare it is allowed, Heavenly Father, because it lines up with your word, O oh God. Father, we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen.